I'm so excited about this morning. Estoy muy emocionado para esta mañana. Hoy. The word we always have for juntos is unity. El enfoque de juntos siempre es la unidad. That we can accomplish more together. Juntos podemos lograr más. Than we could ever do alone. Que separados y solos. And that's true of the church. Y eso es la verdad de la iglesia. That we're called to be in unity. Somos llamados a ser unidos. Como Paul nosotros. prayed this in Romans chapter 15. Pablo oró esto en Romanos 15. And we'll have both translations on the large screen for you to read. Tendremos la Biblia en las dos idiomas. All this morning. So he says, may the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had. And so he's saying the same attitude Christ Jesus has towards you, we should have for each other. That we should love each other like Jesus loves you. We should, we should treat each other like Jesus treats you. We should talk to one another like Jesus talks to you. That'll preach somebody. That'll go right there. And watch this in verse 6. He says, So that with one mind and one voice you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Paul is just echoing what Jesus prayed in the garden. That we would be brought into complete unity. And not just talking about victory, but the church around the world. That we would be in unity. And you can kind of understand why he would ask for it, right? If you have children, you pray for them to be in unity. And if you've ever taken care of children, you know that usually they are not. Because if you look at your children for those two minutes of the month, that they actually love each other and are playing quietly and they're laughing and playing and you're thinking who are you people like where did my children go because how many know in about 10 minutes from then it's not that we were on a trip one time as a family we're just in the middle of a city and Alyssa and I are looking at the map together and I remember our boys started fighting and you know as a parent as a parent you just kind of tune it out right? you just don't hear it and they're just going at it and I'm just not hearing it and I remember I turned around and a policeman was separating my children. How <laughs> I many ever had a policeman separate your kids? And so he said what only parents can say. Whose kids are these? <laughs> Somebody come get your kids. Somebody. So we're praying for unity. Come on. You guys, you guys, we're praying for sanity. You pray for us. <laughs> But you can understand why God would want his children to be in unity. There's a peace that comes. And so Jesus prayed unity for the church. And so if we're going to live in unity, four questions we need to ask ourselves. And the first one is this. Living in unity means asking, who can I serve? John chapter 13, this is Jesus. It says, when he finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. So Jesus returned. 
Do you understand what I've done for you? He asked them. And he asked them, I've washed your feet. Do you understand what I've done? And then in the next verse, he said, you call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that's who I am. But as your teacher and Lord, I have washed your feet. So also you should wash one another's feet. Versículo 15. That I'm serving you. Jesus is saying, I'm serving you. Jesús está diciendo, yo te estoy sirviendo a ti. That you also serve para one que another. tú hagas lo igual lo mismo para tu prójimo. Versículo 15 dice, les he puesto el ejemplo para que hagan lo mismo unos a otros. So in verse 15, Jesus shows an example of how we should live. Jesús está mostrando cómo deberíamos vivir. That he's showing us how we should treat each other. Está mostrándonos cómo debemos tratar a nuestro prójimo. That we should serve one another in love. And so Jesus is not just preaching a sermon on the hillside, but he's demonstrating how we should live. Jesús en sus últimos momentos no estaba predicando a las multitudes en las colinas, decidió mostrar cómo servir a nosotros. En la primera letra de Pedro, capítulo 4, versículo 10, dice, Dios les ha dado un don a cada uno, úsenlo para servir. Así que en vez de pensar quién me va a servir a mí, hay que pensar y preguntarnos hoy a quién puedo yo servir. So instead of always asking who can serve me in the church, let us begin to ask who can I serve. Nothing like being ready. <laughs> no estoy listo. Eh, la otra pregunta que I'm sorry, I'm going to speak in Okay, I, I, I get confused. I mean, you get confused. Think about me. So, the next question is, La siguiente pregunta. who can I encourage? ¿A quién puedo animar? And you might say, what do you mean who I can encourage? I need encouragement. Because we're living in, in high-stress times. Porque vivimos en tiempos muy estresantes. We have problems coming at us from all quarters. Tenemos problemas que nos están apretando de todos lados. And they're fixing to get worse. Y parece que se van a poner peor. But you, by virtue of knowing Jesus, pero tú que conoces a Jesús, because you're following the Lord, porque sigues al Señor, you already are a leader. Ya eres un líder. You know more about real life. Sabes más acerca de la vida real than anyone who doesn't know Jesus. De que cualquier otra persona que no conoce a Jesús. So you know more than university professors. Sabes más que profesores universitarios. University graduates. Graduados universitarios. Millionaires. Millonarios. And especially politicians. Y especialmente políticos. That was just a cheap dig. <laughs> Hebrews uh, chapter 12, verse 1 Hebreos says, 12 dice, Por tanto, nosotros también, teniendo en derredor nuestro tan grande nube de testigos, despojémonos de todo peso y del pecado que nos asedia, y corramos con paciencia la carrera. Okay, uh, there was a little bit missing there. But it says that we are... We have a great cloud of witnesses. And I used to think... Dice que hay una nube grande de testigos, y yo pensaba antes. Because it's a, it's, it comes after uh, chapter 11, which talks about all these people, the great heroes of the faith. Y como está hablando de capítulo 11, cuando está hablando de todos los héroes de la fe. 
And then it says we have to run our race to y the es, end. Está diciendo que nosotros tenemos que correr la carrera al final. And at first, when I first uh, heard this this scripture, y al principio cuando yo oí esta escritura, I used to think that all these people were watching me. Yo pensé que toda esta gente me estaban viendo a mí. But then I realized that I am watching them. Pero me estoy dando cuenta que yo los estoy viendo a ellos. They are witnesses to us. Ellos son testigos a nosotros. Showing us how to live. Que nos enseñan cómo vivir. How to live for the Lord. Cómo vivir por el Señor. We give their lives of courage and trials. Y nosotros vemos sus vidas de valentía y de coraje, de, de valentía, básicamente. Mm -hmm. And so this makes me think now. Y eso me hace pensar ahora. I am, and I'm talking about me and you. Ahora, you are. Entonces ahora estoy pensando, le estoy hablando acerca de mí y todos ustedes. Ustedes. You are a witness. Un testigo. You're a witness to all the people who are around you looking at your life. So when, when we ask, who can I encourage? I encourage by being a Christian, by living like Christ. Because there's a lot of people looking at me. There's a lot of people looking at you. And knowing that you're a Christian. Y sabiendo que usted es cristiano, they automatically assume, automáticamente asumen, even though they don't like it, aunque no les guste, that you are going to show them the right way. Que usted le está enseñando la manera correcta de hacer las cosas. So you are a witness. You are part of the great cloud of witnesses. Entonces usted es un testigo. Usted es parte de la nube grande de testigos. You are an example for many. Usted es un ejemplo para muchos. And for many families. Para muchas familias. And Galatians 6.9 Gal says this, No nos cansemos, pues, de hacer bien, porque a su tiempo segaremos si no desmayamos. Let us not grow weary in doing good. No paremos de hacer el bien. Mucha, many times, here I go again. <laughs> many times, we simply say, okay, I've been witnessing to this friend, to this family member. They see our lives. Muchas they veces. see how we handle adversity. Sí, muchas veces yo digo, he estado dando testimonio y ellos ven nuestra vida y veo ven cómo yo manejo los problemas. And yet nothing happens in their lives. Y nada pasa en la vida de ellos. And I am tempted. Y yo intento. Tempted. Ah, yo soy tentado. To say, yeah. A decir, ah. I can't do anything with these guys. No puedo hacer nada con ellos. That the Bible calls growing weary and doing good. Eso es lo que la Biblia llama cansarse de hacer el bien. But it says if you don't do that. Pero dice no haga eso. Then you will in the end. Y si usted no hace eso al final. You will really show them. Usted les va a mostrar. What it is like to live a godly life. Como es el vivir una vida de Dios. How you pasa? handle problems. Como usted ha manejado los problemas. And that will encourage them. Y eso los va a animar. And they will be able to face their problems. Y ellos pueden entonces enfrentar sus problemas. With hope. Con esperanza. And with expectation. Con expectativa. Of success. De que van a tener éxito en sus vidas. So. Let me finish with one little thing that the Lord Voy a gives us. Con algo que el Señor ha dado. It's in John 13, 13, verse 34 and 35. 34 y 35. And uh, this will become real to you. Eso va a ser 
una verdad para usted. Y no es algo simplemente que usted quisiera. Y no es algo que usted está siendo impuesto por un Dios que le está imponiendo eso. Pero va a ser la realidad de su familia, la realidad de nuestra iglesia y la realidad de nuestras vidas. Y ahora lo voy a leer. Un mandamiento nuevo os doy, que os améis unos a otros. Como yo os he amado, que también os améis unos a otros. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. As I have loved you, love one another. And I think Ligia has the next point. Okay. Así que Ligia el, tiene el siguiente punto. El punto mío, yo voy a hablar... De por quién oro. I am going to talk about who I should be praying for. Okay, voy a ir a, Genes, a Juan 17. I'm going to John 17. Y en Juan 17, el Señor está orando y mostrándonos qué hizo con la intimidad que tuvo primero con Jesús. In this chapter, con, el, con Dios Padre. The Lord is praying for the church, is praying for his disciples, and is showing how he handled this intimacy that he had with the Father. Y usted sabe que cuando usted ora, usted puede discernir la mente de Dios. When you pray, you can discern the mind of God. Entonces, discerniendo la, la mente de su padre, dijo en el verso 11. In verse 11. En la parte B dice, guárdalos en tu nombre para que sean uno, así como nosotros. John 17, 11. It says, um, can you have it in English for me? So I can read it in English. Oh, it's in the back. Okay. Keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are. So, si, viendo la mente, <laughs> viendo la mente de, de Dios, se da cuenta, wow, si él y yo podemos ser uno, él quiere que nosotros también seamos uno. When we look at our relationship with the Lord, with the mind of the Lord, and it says that we can be one with him in, in our minds, so we can also be one among ourselves in our minds. Y dice el Señor que nosotros estamos sentados en lugares celestiales. The Lord says that we are seated in celestial places, heavenly places. Ahora yo les voy a enseñar qué pasó en Génesis 11. I want to show you something that happened in Genesis chapter 11. Okay, en, estaban en todos los hombres tratando de unirse. Mankind was trying to do something together. Pero con el motivo equivocado. But with the wrong motive. Entonces dice en el verso 4. In verse 4 it says. Vamos, edifiquémonos una ciudad y una torre cuyo cúspide llegue al cielo y hagamos un nombre. Por si fuéramos esparcidos sobre la faz de la tierra. Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. They were planning on building something for themselves, for their own name and fame. Estaban edificando una torre para sí mismos. They were building up a tower for themselves. Y entonces, el Señor les dice en, en verso 6. In verse 6, the Lord speaks. He aquí el pueblo es uno. And he says, 
Indeed, the people are one. Y todos esos tienen un, un solo lenguaje. And they all have one language. Y han comenzado la obra y nada les hará desistir ahora que lo han pensado hacer. And this is what they begin to do. Now nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. Lo que quiere decir que el Señor sabe el poder de la oración. Which means that the Lord knows the power of prayer. El poder de estar juntos en, con la mente de Cristo. The power of being together with the mind of Christ. Lo que pasa es que en este caso but ellos it, tenían el, el motivo equivocado. But in this case, in Genesis, the man had the wrong motive. Ahora si vamos a Efesios 4. But if we go to Ephesians chapter 4. Y quisiera que me lo pongan porque no lo tengo aquí. Ephesians 4. 4.12. Dice que sí. Dice que nosotros estamos para perfeccionar a los santos para la obra del ministerio, para la edificación del cuerpo de Cristo. Says that we are for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Estamos haciendo un edificio más are, importante que una torre. We are building a building which is much more important than building a tower. Es, y tenemos el arquitecto perfecto. And we have the perfect architect, que tiene los planes perfectos. Who has the perfect Pero que si nosotros nos unimos en mente y en oración como and, un solo pueblo. Podemos verdaderamente edificar un reino, señores. We can really build up a kingdom. Y es un reino eterno. And it's an eternal kingdom. Y es el rey, es el único reino que va a permanecer para todo el tiempo. And it's the only kingdom that will be forever. Entonces, esa mente solo se adquiere cuando estamos unidos en oración. This mind can only be acquired when we are united in prayer. Vamos a volver a, a Juan 17 de nuevo. I want to go back to John chapter 17. Mm -hmm. Por eso es que al final, en el verso 23. En verso 23. 22, perdón. I'm sorry, 22. Sí, dice, la gloria que me diste yo les, yo les he dado para que sean uno, así como nosotros somos uno. The glory that you have given me, I have given them so that we can be one with them as we are one. Cuando sea ora por una persona, usted no puede más que amarla. When you pray for somebody, you have to love him. Y eso es lo que el Señor está diciendo. En la medida que somos transparentes, en la medida que nos aceptemos, en la medida que pasemos los prejuicios, en la medida que nos sentemos verdaderamente en lugares espirituales. You forgot about me. I'm sorry. It's great when you are so deep in what you are saying. And so I'm, I'm really admiring my wife. But I, I cannot translate all that she said. But it was good. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, I'm going to finish with uh, the verse 23. Verse 23, okay. <laughs> okay, dice yo en ellos y tú en mí, para que sean perfectos en unidad. I in them and them in me. So that they will be perfect in unity. Sí, sí, hay que para eso hay que estar verdaderamente sumergido en el Señor. For that you have to be really submerged in the Lord. Para que usted pueda romper, dejar que el Señor rompa todo prejuicio y verdaderamente nos so, sostengamos en oración so unos con otros. So that you can allow the Lord to break 
any and all prejudice, and that you can truly support each other in prayer. Ask yourself one of these questions today. Who can I serve? Who can I encourage? Who can I pray for? And then our final point today, our final question, is that who can I protect? If we're going to be one church, who can I protect? Ecclesiastes says this, says if two are better than one, because they have a good return for their labor, But then in the next verse, watch, it says, If two are together, if either one falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Do you know attacks thrive in isolation? Somos más atacados cuando estamos solos y aislados. The devil would love to get you alone. Es la estrategia del enemigo, del That's... enemigo tenerte mal. That's when the majority of attacks would come. And you've seen Animal Planet, you know this is true. The one little scrawny wildebeest away from the herd. Let's ask ourselves then, who can I protect? Judges chapter 18 says there were five men en Jueces 18 encontramos a cinco hombres. And they left and they came to Laish where they saw that the people were living in safety, like the Sidonians, at peace and secure. And since their land lacked nothing, they were prosperous. And also they lived a long way from the Sidonians and watched this and had no relationship with anyone else. I love the way that it words that, that they had no contact with any other village. Their manner of life was Phoenician. Me gusta como dice que estaban sin contacto con los, sus alrededores. And watch, it says, they went to the town of Laish and they noticed how secure everyone felt. And they were wealthy and they lived quietly. And watch this to the next. And they were, for there were no tribes in the area. They didn't think anybody else could try it. It was strong enough. And they lived a distance from their relatives inside and had little or no contact with the nearby villages. This was a place that was isolated. Esta era una ciudad aislada. And I wonder for many of us how many this is a picture of our relational lives. That, that we're blessed. That we feel strong. We think there is no attack on the horizon. And because of this we let relationships drift. That we never get into relationships that would keep us accountable. And we think I would never fall into that. Or I would never have that sin. And we let the relationships drift that should be keeping us accountable. And we tell ourselves, I'm fine, I'm good, I'm safe. Listen, nothing could be further from the truth. That unfortunately the Bible goes on to say this in chapter 18, verse 28 says there was no one to rescue the people because later on these five guys get an army and they come back and burn the town to the ground. And the Bible says there was no one to rescue them because they lived a great distance from Sidon and had no allies nearby. 
And so it's saying they had no relationships with anybody else. They had no no allies, no anything in the area because they thought we're strong. Ellos pensaban, la is pensaba que ya somos fuertes solos, no necesitamos a nadie más. I wonder how many of us are in a place that if the enemy were to attack. Si, si, me pregunto si alguien aquí, si, si el enemigo les atacaría a ustedes. There would be nobody to run and help. Estarían solos. Nobody, no allies close by. Nadie para ayudarle, para ayudarle. Nobody in our life who can point out things that maybe we're going a little wrong in. Nadie para ni, ni decirte, oye, we have to have those relationships in our lives that Jesus prayed for unity of the church and so we ask ourselves who can I protect because First Peter is clear that you do have an enemy that prowls looking for something to devour Dice la Biblia que tenemos el diablo, ¿verdad? El enemigo que está rugiendo como un The devil would love to devour your life and your witness. Y él quiere devorarte a ti y a tu testimonio. The devil would love to move you out of a place of influence by destroying your life. Y él quiere destruir tu vida. And so we ask ourselves then, not who can protect me. Así que hay que preguntarnos hoy, no quién me protege, puede proteger a mí. But who in the church can I protect? Pero quién puedo yo proteger? The reasons we have small groups. La razón por qué tenemos grupos. In Spanish church and English church. En las dos iglesias. It's because we want to protect one another. Es que queremos protegernos unos a los otros. It's not something I just want you to, to sign up for something more to add to your calendar. No es algo más para solo apuntar en tu calendario. It's because we're called to protect one another. Es que somos llamados protegernos. As one church. Como una iglesia, un cuerpo. It's a trick of the enemy to get you isolated. Es una estrategia del enemigo ponerte o man to make you think that you're strong enough. And so let's ask ourselves again. Not who can protect me. But who can I protect? Let that be said of us. Not that we were the biggest. Not that we were the richest. Not that we had the best music. But that we loved each other. Pero que, que digan otros que ellos sí and aman a nosotros y que ellos sí aman a Dios. Como un cuerpo, como una iglesia. In unity. En unidad. You bow your heads with us as we pray today? Vamos a orar. First, first uh, let's make sure that we all are in the right. Why don't we stand up? Porque no nos paramos, por favor. To pray, uh, sitting down or standing up. I think standing up gets your attention a little bit more concentrated or focused. So let's come before the Lord. First of all, the most important thing. How are you in your relationship with the Lord? Because it doesn't matter how many sermons you hear. It doesn't matter how many pupusas you eat today. It doesn't matter how, what good a time you can have today if you're not right with the Lord, if you're not really living for Him, living with Him as, as an integral, central part of your life. Everything else is, is totally chaff. It's useless. So let's make sure that everything is in its proper order. And now I assume that most of us here have a relationship with the Lord. Espero que la mayoría tengan una relación con el Señor, pero si hay alguno que no, tal vez es usted. Tal vez una costumbre. Usted ha oído al Señor nada más. Pero usted no está enamorado de él. 
person in your life. Es la persona más importante en su vida. More so than yourself. Más que usted mismo. More so than your selfish desires. O más que sus deseos egoístas. More so than your fears. O más que sus miedos. Let's all say this prayer out loud. And uh, just make sure that if there's anything in your life that is not totally properly aligned with the Lord, that you renounce it as you say this prayer. Because the prayer itself is just a bunch of words unless your heart is in it. But let's let's just bring everything in our life at this point before the Lord and submit it to Him. Amen. And Lord Jesus, here I am. Lord, I, I think I serve you. Or I know that sometimes I don't. And I have come to accept that as part of my life. I'm not perfect after all. And I take comfort in not being perfect. But Lord, I recognize today, now, in a loud out loud que, y lo digo fuerte, en voz that alta. you are the Lord God Usted es el Señor. Tú eres that you el came Señor. to earth as a man Tú a la tierra como un hombre for the specific purpose por el propósito específico of being nailed to a piece of wood para ser clavado en una cruz. so that you would die for me para que tú por mí, para que so tú that you would pay for my sin para que pagaras mi pecado so that I would have eternal life with you. The Lord, your word says that those who believe in him, in you, those who have accepted you, those who have made you a central part of their lives, that those are the ones who have been given the right to be made the children of God. So Lord, I surrender my life to you now. I ask you, Lord, to cleanse me from my sin, from my selfishness, to change the focus of my life so that you are the focus of everything I do, everything I think, and everything that I that, that I exist for. Thank you, Lord, Gracias, for my eternal life por mi vida eterna, that you bought at que, the price que tú of your life on earth. I bless your holy name. Bendigo tu santo nombre. Amen. amen. And if you said that amen from the bottom of your heart, you have renewed your relationship with the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And now, Lord, we come, all of us, before you, thanking you for, for victory juntos. Y ahora te damos gracias, Señor, por victory juntos. For unity. Por la unidad que estás haciendo. Lord, we love it. Nos encanta, Señor. That we are two different cultures. Que somos dos culturas diferentes. Representing more than 25 different countries. Even Armenia. Lord, thank you. It's so good that we can go above and beyond our differences, our peculiarities, 
y hemos pasado encima de nuestras peculiaridades our characteristics. de nuestras características And we have discovered y hemos descubierto that underneath all of it, que bajo todo eso we are your children. que nosotros Thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord. te amamos Señor y te amamos la unidad That you have given us. And we thank you in the name of Jesus. And we give a good amen. Amen and amen.